The Razorbacks have advanced to the Sweet 16, and they will be taking on Gonzaga in the Sweet 16 right here in San Francisco. So let's talk about it. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Got to apologize to everybody. We have been so freaking busy with traveling and hotel rooms and, and all that stuff. I apologize completely that I haven't been able to do a podcast. In fact, I tried to record one uh, yesterday, uh, but it was just, uh, for one, it was just exhausting and I was... Uh, with jet lag and all that stuff. It was so was so tiring. But also uh, where I was at in the uh, hotel that I'm staying at, the, the internet was not ideal. So it was going to be tough to upload a podcast and to do all that stuff. So I had to find a time and a place and I finally got it done. So again, I am so sorry. Trust me, I was wanting to do the podcast. It was killing me that we weren't able to do the podcast uh, just over the past few days, especially with all the stuff going on. So uh, hopefully that changes though. And hopefully we'll able to have, not have these problems anymore. And we can continue it on. In fact, if you uh, notice this or if you're watching on YouTube, I'm actually here in the uh, the uh, Chase Center. Uh, I have the media room behind me and everyone's getting ready. I'm sure they're going to start throwing things at me for talking during the podcast, but we'll try to find a way to make it happen uh, either way. But uh, I, it's, it's so it's great. We're going to hear from Eric Musselman here in a little bit uh, here and uh, get you some great content, too. I'm going to hop on my radio show and do that as well. It's just it's all going down and it's finally here and Arkansas is going to be facing Gonzaga in the sweet 16 and how sweet it is that they're back. So let's go ahead and just get like in some, like, cause I got a chance to look at practice and to, to see here for some coaches and stuff. And I'll talk about that, but just the matchup itself. Cause again, we haven't had a chance to really dive into it and talk about it uh, very specifically, but uh, just looking at the matchup here between Arkansas and Gonzaga, let's be honest. Gonzaga is heavily favored. In fact, I think it opened up as an eight and a half point favorite for Gonzaga and it's already moved up to a nine and a half point spread or in favor of Gonzaga. Not surprising. Uh, I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing for Razorback fans to kind of look at it in a realistic expectation and saying, hey, if Arkansas is going to beat Gonzaga, it's going to take uh, one of their best efforts of the season, which they're absolutely perfectly capable of doing. Uh, I think it's also understandable to say, hey, the matchups that you're going to have when you got Chet Holmgren down low or outside, whatever he decides to play because he's huge, or uh, Drew Tim. It's like, you know, about the matchups themselves, you know, how's that going to go? How's that going to feel? I mean, do, do you really feel good about having, being able to stop both of those guys? Uh, I think that that's a fair assessment too. But I want to look at it from a more optimistic light because that's, I think, the way that you should be looking at these types of things. And especially when you're in Razorback basketball team, that has made it to the Sweet 16. You're the only SEC team left uh, that that is, you know, here in the tournament and and, and all these things. Like uh, just knowing that those things are being put together and, and people are trying to find ways, you know, look at how you can possibly win this game. I guess here's my overall assessment on Arkansas and how I believe they will win and why I believe they will be able to beat Gonzaga. You can never count out Eric Musselman when it comes to game planning. The more days that he has, the more effective he is. He's proven that time and time again. 
Um, I don't know the exact record that he has, but I know it's like I'm like 28 and one or something like that in his career. He's had four days to at least four days to plan for an opponent. So his record is really impeccable when it comes to it comes to that. Um, I think that because you have such a, a coach that understands the uh, the interest intricacies of the game of basketball and travel and, and all that stuff because of his NBA experience. I think that goes into play. I think you have to be able to to distinguish and say that, hey, because of this guy who had quick turnarounds as an NBA coach, who had, you know, huge travel days and travel arrangements as a head coach in the NBA, you can't help but think that if there's any coach that will be ready for this and have his team ready for this and have his team uh, understanding of, uh, you know, what, what they need to do and how they need to do it, it's going to be Eric Musselman. So I believe that that's going to be a huge advantage. Now, I know that Mark Few is a great coach. <clears throat> I know that, uh, you know, there's, they didn't have to travel much at all for this game. I also am understanding that uh, they're going to have so many more Gonzaga fans. It'll be like a home court advantage almost for Gonzaga in this matchup. I understand that too. But, you know... <laughs> If there was anybody that could do it, I think it'd be Eric Musselman. So my optimism starts with him as a coach. You always feel great about him when you're going to have a great coach who, you know, not saying he'll be able to get his team to execute his game plan, but you know that he's not going to be out prepared. He's not going to be out coached. He's not going to be out willed. Uh, it's just a matter of going in and executing that. But the other thing, too, is about why I believe Arkansas can beat Gonzaga is, well, you know, I talked to. Uh, some Gonzaga folks, and they always talked about like the things that um, <coughs> they always need to have for um, for a recipe for them to lose the game has been teams getting hot from three, which is you know obvious. I think most most teams do that. Get hot from three. Um, teams that slow them down in their pacing and everything like that, like just small things, small things that are able to make them kind of add up and pile on and get them out of their rhythm. <laughs> but I think that. It's it's difficult to try to just say, OK, well, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to roll with it. And then them just roll with it. Like, I think it's I think it's going to be easier said than done. But I think Arkansas is perfectly capable of that. I think that they have a, a group in there that's really good. That's good enough to do it. I think that they have a group in there that's really good enough to, to do a lot of good different things to make it work. But overall, <coughs> sorry, I'm trying to I'm still stuffy from all this stuff, all the travel. Um, don't have COVID. Don't worry. Uh, but between all this stuff, it's just like trying to figure out of uh, how, you know, how you stop them, how you slow them down, how you do all those things. Well, Arkansas is perfectly capable of that. Arkansas can do that. Arkansas can make that happen. Defensively, they'll be able to get very physical with them. They'll be able to slow them down. They'll be able to cause all these problems for them. I think all these things involved is going to make Arkansas that much better for it too. So they just got to put that into play, put that into play. And I'll tell you what, we'll dive into all the other matchups. I'm going to go get me a drink of water too, to make sure that this happens. Cause I'm like choking my life out, <clears throat> but I'll go down to the breakdowns and into the players and all those things too, uh, here in just a second. And so this is the locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we're going to continue on with the uh, the uh, podcast here. I got me a finest of uh, 
Coke Zeros to help quench my thirst a little bit. Because I don't know, it's just like one of those things when you get hot, and I think it's with the bright lights and everything that uh, makes you feel a, a certain type of way. But uh, either way, we're going to continue it on and uh, break down some of the matchups and everything here in just a segment. First, I got to tell you about Stat Hero, because you've heard me talking about this. We love March Madness and we love the brackets, but I mean, your bracket's probably busted at this point, right? Like it, it's, we all probably picked a lot of different teams and that's just what sucks about it. It's like, it's, it's great. It's fun. But if your bracket gets busted, what do you do about it? Well, what you can do is talk about and look about Stat Hero. NCAA has so many different things when it comes to their game pickums that they put star players against each other in amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers who always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spread, long odds, or funky props or anything like that. In addition to their pick games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through and take on head-to-head. You simply post the set of the players for you to take on with the set of players you choose. This is what daily fantasy is meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash on. And use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match at stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. Also, I'm going to tell you about Built Bar. And we know that uh, it's still tough to be so healthy, especially on the road. But I got them traveling, and uh, it's it's tough to try to really eat healthy and to you know not completely and totally eat your weight in fried food, as, as difficult as it may be. Well, Built Bar has been helping me with that because it's so convenient with the different flavors that they have and take them on the road anywhere that I want to go. really helps me out. And I've been taking them on the road with me up to Buffalo, now into San Francisco, been doing the same thing. And I think that you should need to try the same thing. If you're trying to lose your weight or maintain your weight, whatever it may be, Built Bar is for you. Only 130 calories in each bar. It's got up to 17 grams of protein as well. And it tastes amazing. So go to Built.com. And use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. We're going to power through this. I got my Coke Zero. I'm ready to roll. They don't sponsor me. I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. But just so good. So much better than the Pepsi product. But let's get into it um, with Arkansas and just the practices um, and breakdowns and everything that I've seen so far. Now, last week. When we went to Buffalo and we heard from Eric Musselman and, and I got a chance to kind of talk to him off the cuff and him and uh, Coach Arginal, you know, Gus Arginal as well. It's not bragging. I'm just setting it up for the point, so chill out. Uh, but when I got to talk to him a little bit, it was amazing to me just to hear them um, talking about some of the things that they have really looked forward to when it, com- when it came to coming to San Francisco. Uh, just about how exciting it is to kind of go back to the West Coast where there's a lot of connections, it's a lot of fun, it's a lot better weather, even though it is a little chilly here in San Fran. But uh, just all those things, they were just so much more excited about going and checking out and seeing and all those things, and uh, rightfully so, all things considered. But I can just tell, and I'm not saying that it was a bad deal in Buffalo. I'm not saying that. But it is amazing to me how it's almost a little bit different. Now, we'll know more when we hear from us here, but the focus, the excitement, the like attention to detail, the it just seems different. Again, I'm not saying it was bad in Buffalo. I'm not saying that at all. But it's almost like you can tell there's an extra little boost of energy from the team, from the coaching staff and everything because they're here. They're here in San Francisco, and they're going up against the number one overall seed in Gonzaga and all the pressure's on them. They're, they're ready to work. 
And I've got to go out there and check out practice uh, for a little bit and see uh, all how, how that went down. And, uh, you know, it, when I say practice, I'm talking about like a shoot around and uh, some stretches, a couple of drills here and there, like nothing too specific. But I saw that same stuff up in Buffalo. And up in Buffalo, I saw players missing shots that they normally wouldn't make. And again, in practice, um, I saw just a lot of things that, I, you know, it just didn't, it seemed off, it seemed off, you know. And then in this one, players were making shots. Players were hitting threes, like, in a row. In fact, there was a drill I posted on 103.7 The Buzz on a social media account. They did a drill where they alternate threes between various players. Like, you hit a three, go to the back of the line. Other guy over here hits a three, goes to the back of the line. They did that. They hit 11 in a row. So, with 11 different players, they hit threes. It just seems like there's just a new energy to this team. And I and it's a good way. And it's in a, in a good way. Now, is that going to equate to a victory over Gonzaga? Is that going to equate to high-level success? Is that going to mean that this team's offensively just going to like explode and go for 90 points tomorrow? Probably not. I think that would be pretty arrogant and pretty, uh, pretty crazy to even think that that would be the case and think that it would ever get to that point. I fully understand that. But I do believe that when you're just breaking it down from the energy level and the static level of uh, where everyone's at, it's got to mean something in, in comparison to what we saw in Buffalo. And so after going through that practice and, and just seeing that, it's given me a lot more optimism for the possibility of this team really getting it done. It's given me a lot more optimism for this team to, to take it to that next level and to really put it to Gonzaga. Um, because you're going to have to. Like, you're going to have to do all that to beat Gonzaga. Defensively, this team is good enough. The, the physically, this defense is good enough. I think that it's going to be more about Arkansas and, and matchups. I think, again, I think that you're going to have Audis Tony on uh, Chet Holmgren. Everyone's going to be like, well, why don't the guy's like seven feet tall and uh, Audis Tony's only like six, 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 seven. Yeah, you're right. But Audis is good enough to be physical with him and to really make him work for everything. I think Jalen Williams is going to be on Drew Timmy. I think you know you're going to have the rest of the guards out there too, and I think they're going to. I think they're going to really give it to them. I think that they're really going. Again, this does not mean that they're going to win, but I think that it's going to be a game that's in doubt in the final five minutes of the game. Um, I just, again, I love all the reasons like listening with Muss and uh, just seeing the energy that they have and the focus that they have. And you know, Muss is his mom's going to be able to be there for the first time, like to watch his first in-person game since he's been in Arkansas, obviously due to COVID and the travel and all that stuff. That means a lot to him. And we know that that means a lot to him. So just all the circumstances that are going around with this is, is something that made me feel a lot more confident, a lot more, uh, a lot better than about them having the possibility and the chance of actually getting this done. So we'll, uh, again, we'll hear from Eric Musselman. He has a press conference happening here in about 30 minutes. So we'll get a chance to hear from him. Uh, we'll have a chance to hear from a couple of the players as well. And that will pretty much be it. I don't think there's anything scheduled for tomorrow as far as practices or anything goes. Uh, and then we'll have the game uh, at 6 p.m., roughly 6 p.m. Central time, which, of course, will be 4 p.m. out here. So uh, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun to get that and get that pumped up and excited and uh, to get ready for for that event. Like it's just it's just crazy being here and crazy seeing. Uh, all the excitement that people are actually bringing to the NCAA tournament and being here at the Chase Center is incredible. 
I mean, the facility is awesome. You could not ask for anything more for an NCAA tournament game. And I think that must and the players and the coaches, they all like understand, hey, like I, I thought about this too. This is just, again, my thoughts about the whole process. Arkansas is not going to be favored. No matter how many more games they win, Arkansas is not going to be favored in any more games the rest of the way. They're going to be severe underdogs. Even if Arkansas beats Gonzaga, they'll play Te Duke or Texas Tech. They're going to be underdogs to them. To make it to the Final Four, even if they played North Carolina or Purdue, they're going to be underdogs. If they make it to the championship game and they face Villanova or Kansas or Arizona or whoever, they will be underdogs no matter what the rest of the way. So wear that chip on your shoulder. Go at it to know that, hey, no one's expecting you to do anything. No one's expecting you to be here. No one's expecting you to, to do anything special. It's just you got to go out and you got to take care of business. You got to get it done. Use that. Like, utilize that. Make the, the us versus the world mentality. Use that. I've always felt like that's when Arkansas has been at its best. And I think Gonzaga is beatable. I do. They've lost three games this year. They lost Alabama this year. Like they've lost some games this year. I think they're beatable. I think Arkansas can take care of business. And I think it's going to be one heck of a game. I can't wait for it all to go down. And it goes down tomorrow. So we're going to have to get ready for it for sure. I'm going to take a swig real quick before we do this live read. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. You know that I've told you about rockauto.com and with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models and the prices and all this stuff on everything inflations through the roof it's tough especially when you're trying to get parts for your vehicle for your truck whatever it may be and that's what rock auto helps you out with you can save time and money with them you can, you can spend 30 50 100 less when it comes to what they're charging these days uh, at your local chain store and it's a family-owned business at rockauto.com that serves do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And their prices are reliably low for every customer. So go and explore the easy-to-use website today to find the best solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need. Head over to rockauto.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, um, again, I haven't had a chance to really talk about this. I'm so sorry for not being able to do this. Hopefully that doesn't happen again because this has been a big week for us, and so not being able to hear about all the stuff coming down has been tough. But the fact that Arkansas was the final team in the SEC, in the NCAA tournament for the second year in a row. It's hard for me not to be pretty pumped about that. And even though, like, they weren't, like, perfect in their games either, and, like, even though they didn't look great against Vermont or New Mexico State or whatever, they still won. And, you know, everybody was talking big about Kentucky and about Auburn and about Tennessee. And those scrubs all lost. Like, Kentucky lost to St. Peter's. Auburn loses to Miami. And then you got uh, Tennessee losing to Michigan. Now, I don't know if Arkansas would have been able to – I think Arkansas would have been able to beat St. Peter's. I think so. I think uh, they would have beaten Miami too. We'll see about Michigan because, you know, they're one of those good teams that uh, was just underachieved throughout the season. But it just cracks me up. And, like, especially with Auburn and, like, all the trash that they were talking and talking about everyone, oh, we're a blue blood now. Oh, everyone thinks we're their Super Bowl. 
ooh, we won the SEC regular season. Yeah, well, you guys went home early. Does anybody care if you win the SEC regular season, if you lose in the second round of the NCAA tournament? Like, honestly, I'm asking you as a Razorback fan, think to yourself, would you be okay winning the SEC regular season and then losing in the second round of the tournament? Would you call that year a success? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But you know what I would do? I would call the season a success if you finished fourth in the SEC and made it to the Sweet 16. I would call that a more successful year or making it to the Elite Eight especially. SEC regular seasons, SEC tournament victories, great. Championships, great. As long as you do something with them. If you go out early into the tournament, what does that do for you? Does that excite you? Doesn't do anything for me. Like Razorback baseball last year, great year. Won the SEC regular season, won the SEC title. But I'm not going to remember that as being a hugely successful year as a disappointment because you lost in the Super Regional. It'd be the same thing if it was a Razorback basketball fan and they won the regular season and won the SEC tournament. They lost in the second round. Sorry. That's a disappointment. And so the fact that Auburn was a disappointment, Tennessee was a disappointment, Kentucky was a disappointment, almost the entire SEC has been a disappointment except Arkansas. It's a year in a row when that's happened. Mm, amazing. It's almost like uh, it's almost like you have a better coach, better program than some of these other people like Auburn. I don't know. I'm just talking trash because it feels good to talk trash a little bit. But I've had some like Auburn fans in my mentions ever since that all like happened, and they're just trying to justify like how they're better. Okay, sure. You're much better program. Past uh, two years, like one year you didn't even make the tournament, and then this year you fell short to Miami. Sweet. You guys must be great. Um, must, be, must be feeling real proud of yourselves. So, anyways, I just love the fact that Arkansas is the final team. Like, it's it's great that that's the case. I hope they can continue it on. If they find a way to upset Gonzaga, then let's go. Like, if they beat Gonzaga, there's no reason why they can't win the national championship. Seriously, if they, if they beat Gonzaga, who, what's stopping them from winning a national championship? What's stopping them from winning the rest of the way? It's tough. It's the NCAA tournament. And there's no guarantees in anything. But I can believe it. You got to take care of business against Gonzaga first, and we will talk about that more tomorrow. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.